You are a very intelligent person, graduated with high marks, a top performer in your career. You raised some beautiful children who are also intelligent. But for some reason, when it comes to your personal finances, you struggle. Well, why is that? Why are smart individuals making bad decisions when it comes to their finances? Well, stay tuned as we discuss financial dysfunction, establishing a check and balance system, and how leading with your faith can change the way that you handle your finances forever. On this episode, a financial advisor say the darndest things. Welcome to Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things, where we teach you how to be rich in spirit and righteous in action. My name is A.B. Ridgeway. I'm the host of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things and my mom's favorite Christian financial advisor. I'm a certified private wealth advisor professional, and I've been in the financial industry for over a decade. In 2020, I decided to open a Christian investment firm to help investors like you become rich in spirit and righteous in action. And on the show, we share with you some of the secrets and biblical philosophies that we share with our high net worth clients to better prepare you for a financial life centered around God. Now, I want to start this episode off with a Bible verse, and it comes from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Now, I know what you're thinking, A.B., I promise. I want to understand. I read all the books on finances. I read articles online and I'm still confused. Well, don't worry. That is not why I chose this verse. I chose this verse because I'm not talking about finances. When I talk about the pleasure of understanding, I'm talking about you as a person. You have not taken the time to really understand who you are, what you want, and what perspective you need to take in order to accomplish your goals. If your faith is not priority number one, then you have already failed. See, your faith, your values, your beliefs are going to be the guides you need to reach your destination of wealth and prosperity as promised by God himself. So I've identified three reasons smart investors make bad decisions. One, financial dysfunction. Two, no checks and balances. And three, a finance first mentality. We'll be breaking each one of these down, God willing, in this episode. So let's start with financial dysfunction. Financial dysfunction is when the financial choices and strategies that people believe are effective are actually impeding their financial progress. Financial dysfunction can lead to intense stress and anxiety. We really start to see the beginnings of financial dysfunction when our sleep patterns are disrupted, causing insomnia and feeling tired all the time. Most people avoid dealing with their finances because they feel baffled, dissatisfied, and distrustful. But this only intensifies the symptoms. The worst of them all is overall dissatisfaction with life in general, which can lead to depression and heightened anxiety. Strategies include, but are not limited to, trying to time the market without a rubric or stock picking strategy, relying on third-party research from non-credible sources, investing based on emotion and the expectation of outrageous instant returns. I mean, relying on factors outside of your control, not understanding your risk tolerance and risk capacity, refusing to admit you made a mistake and continue to invest in an asset that continues to decline. All of this can be considered financial dysfunction and can hinder you from reaching your goals. So what can you do? It states that God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. Being confused 
being frustrated and being scared of your finances is not aligning your goals with biblical principles. God wants us to be at peace. And the only way we can do that is if we get clarity around our finances. Having a financial conversation should be as natural as discussing last night's sports event or the status of your favorite celebrity's relationship. We perfect what we practice. I'm going to say that again. We perfect what we practice. So if we practice gossip, we'll be good at gossip. If we practice repeating sports stats, we'll be good at sports stats. And if we get good at sharing prudent financial decisions, we can relieve the family of a lot of the underlying stressors that are causing us to argue and break up families. Now that leads us to the next topic, which is checks and balances. This I know it all mentality is causing the destruction of many smart investors. The humility that once lived in their hearts as they received feedback, read books, and took an internal audit of their feelings about their investments is gone. Arrogance and greed clouds the judgment of a once prudent investor who just wanted to make sure they didn't run out of money. And now they rely on faulty cognitive biases and heuristics without any structure to guide their financial life. This is the fastest way to destruction. And if you don't follow the word of God, he will punish you for it. We see it all the time. We see the crypto millionaire, but no one wants to talk about the bankrupt crypto investors. We don't talk about the humble servants of the Lord who worked diligently, invested with structure, retired, and lived a life of giving and love of the Lord. That doesn't make the headlines. But the goal is not to make headlines and look successful. The goal is to be successful, even if it means not making the headlines. I'm going to say that again. The goal is not to make headlines and look successful. The goal is to be successful, even if it means not making the headlines. I, I don't care what the world says. It will always be faith before your finances. So how do we set up a system? The first step to set up a check and balance system is to look for God's guidance. Money is the second most talked about subject in the Bible after the kingdom of God. So God obviously thought it was important. To stop yourself from falling into this trap, you need to set up a mentor and mentee relationship. You need someone to mentor you. It could be someone competent in finances and faith and someone you can mentor and bring along with you. Because as they say, when you teach, you learn twice. This will give you a check and balance system. So when you're about to make a decision, you can check with your mastermind and get some sincere feedback. So remember God, mentor, and mentee. If you have those people in your corner, you will see great gains in your financial decision-making process. Now, the last point I want to make is this. You need to lead your finances with your faith. Let me draw some parallels for you. It says in Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. It is not your fault. You are bombarded with all kinds of stupid advertisements claiming that they have the secret to success. Idiots talking about, I can turn your $1,000 into $10,000 in six months. I'm like, if you could turn $1,000 into $10,000, why do you need my money? Just make your millions and vacation the rest of your days away or make enough money that you can give it to us for free, right? But why does it work? Because there's always someone out there that wants to get something for nothing. But if they would put their faith before their finances, they would know that God promises that the diligent were the ones that will inherit the abundance. 
and those that are hasty will come only to poverty. And that's what happens. They end up broke, unhappy, and angry at the world. But it is only through God's grace and righteousness that we are saved and that we will be delivered. So before you make another financial decision, I want you to look at what God says about finances. Go to Google, type in the thing that is your challenge. Is it patience? Is it greed? Is it a lack of faith? Whatever it is, type it in and let the word of God guide you and spend some time on the scriptures. Go to the book, read the whole chapter of the Bible and find out the context to see how you can apply it in your life. So just to sum it up, if you're suffering from financial dysfunction and it is affecting areas of your life, don't just look at your investments. Look at who you are and your motivation for investing. Make sure you set up a check and balance system where you don't make emotional decisions without seeking the guidance of God, a trusted mentor and a mentee you can share your experience with. And finally, put your faith before your finances. Look at what the Bible says before you consider what any news source or advertisement says. Well, I hope you've been blessed. In this episode, what we tried to accomplish was this. We need to establish a standard for making financial decisions. If we don't, then we are going to fall victim to the standards of other people. We want to seek God's guidance first before we seek the guidance of man. Even in this episode, I am encouraging you first to go seek the scripture and then use that as a filter to determine if what I am telling you is true. And we need to do that with all decisions because God owns it all. And without him, we have nothing. Well, if you're a Christian and you are ready to combine your faith in your finances, set up a consultation with me using the link below. Go to www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a time to discuss how we can help you become rich in spirit and righteous in action. Also, if you want to get started, download our free ebook when you sign up for our newsletter, Four Pillars to Christian Investing, where we introduce you to debt management strategies, saving techniques, investment account types, and wealth transfers. This 19-page guide will be a great foundation for Christians that combine faith and finances in one place. Well, until next time, I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on its website and through other distribution channels. Elijah on Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Team podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.